You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Okay, you guys, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Lip Queen, Nurse Lauren. So if you haven't heard, Nurse Lauren is opening up um, her own studio, Modern Med, and it's opening very soon. Um, And Nurse Lauren is so amazing. She is knowledgeable. She's so smart. She's kind. Um, She is like the ultimate boss, boss babe energy. Okay. Which I think we should make that a thing. Boss babe energy. Um, But anyways, she's amazing. And make sure you follow her at Nurse Lauren STL on Instagram and Modern Med STL on Instagram um, for all things like beauty tips Um, updates on Modern Med opening, uh, before and afters of all the services she offers. She's just so, so amazing, and I highly recommend that you follow her. Um, Nurse Lauren does everything from Botox, filler, lip injections, skincare, facials, peels, microneedling, PDO threads, Kybella. Like, she is everything, and I highly, highly recommend her if you're interested in any of that stuff. Um, you can find out more information or book online with her at modernmedstl.com. Um, and thanks to Nurse Lauren and Modern Med, this week's episode is brought to you. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned into Fit Girl Talk Radio as always. This week's guest is Kira Anderson. And oh my gosh, I know you guys are always like, oh my God, Sarah does this every single week. But Kira, I actually forgot to ask you, is that your last name currently? Yes. <laughs> okay, because like your email or your Venmo or something was a different name. So it's my maiden name, but I actually changed it because I thought for whatever reason I, w- I wasn't able to change my Venmo. No, but I am. So Kira okay. Anderson, that's me. Okay, so I know like every single week. If you're a loyal listener, you know that I screwed up every week. So Kira Anderson is our guest. And um, I met Kira a while back before lockdown um, at Defiance Fuel photo shoot. So shout out to Defiance Fuel. Um, Kira and I both have discount codes. So if you want to try out some of their awesome water, just go to one of our pages and use our code. Um, But yeah, so that's where we met, and then life got 100% turned upside down. Like, I feel like it was just like a couple of weeks after that, it felt like. Um, So anyways, Kira is a NASM CPT. She's a Cycle Bar star. Um, She runs some local boot camps in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. She's a mom. She's pregnant. She's amazing. She's doing all these things. Um, So Kira, welcome, and tell us even more about who you are. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. This is awesome. Um, So a little more more about me. I am originally from Omaha, Nebraska. I went to school at Missouri State, which was kind of random, but I wanted to go south. And my dad basically drew a circle around the map and was like, "Hmm, 
you have to be able to with, within driving distance. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go as south as I'm allowed to go. So I went to, um, it was SMS, now Missouri State. Um, got a great education there and got a job and went and lived in California for eight years. The reason I mention that is because um, I, it was a huge culture shock for me moving to California, but moving there by myself was a game changer. Um, I really found myself in my 20s, I think between 20 and 30, uh, you really do find yourself. And I went out on my own, brand new career. Um, I started getting into running and fitness there. So I ran marathons and triathlons because every weekend in Northern and Southern California, there's something to do. So I got really into it there. Um, like I said, it was about eight, eight years-ish um, I was there. And then I felt called to move home. And I, I wasn't quite sure why, because I loved California. Now, granted, I hadn't met Prince Charming yet. But um, I got a really crazy job offer back in Nebraska. So never did I think I'd be moving back to Omaha, Nebraska after living in the Bay Area. But I did. I moved back. And... It turns out my mother, so I moved back in September. My mother passed away. I saw her in November and she passed away in December. So I totally feel like it was a God thing. Um, I was able to see her before she passed. She actually died of a heart attack. Now she wasn't healthy. She didn't lead a healthy life. And I think that that is, I mean, like she drank and smoked and didn't really eat great. Um, I think a lot of our parents, their generation and then generation above, that was, you know, they didn't really, you know, they smoked, they drank with us in their bellies, you know? So anywho, um, it took about a year just to be like, whoa, <laughs> what just happened? I just left California. I moved back to Nebraska. I bought a condo the same day I closed, we found my mom. So a year passed and it was just a blur. I had started this new job. I was in medical device sales. And after about a year, I was like, okay. So every January, I look at what I did, what I've done the previous year, and I look at what I want to do the next year. And I literally write down the things I want to do. And I had previously been speaking with a gentleman by the name of Bill Pryor out of um, New York, who, or maybe it's Boston, no, Boston, who um, ran a company called Spinergy, where he helped people open up their own indoor cycling studios. So I talked to him when I lived in California, then pressed pause when I moved home and everything happened with my mom. And then after that year, I was like, you know what? I've saved money. I want to do this. So I contacted him again and then Cycle Bar responded. And I was like, no, no, time out. I just want to talk to Bill. And they're like, well, Bill is us now. So um, they were just starting up Cycle Bar, startup franchise. And um, I joined the team. I signed on to open a Cycle Bar in Nebraska. It was, I was number six. I know it's a crazy I story. No the first, I know it's kind of like, um, so the first day you could like sign on, I sent my money in. I was franchisee number six. Like I was all in Omaha, Nebraska, um, all my life savings. <laughs> I was borrowing money. Um, my inheritance early from uh, my stepfather, bless his heart. Sweetest man alive. He was helping me. So long story short, I, um, signed on, found a place, signed the LOI, which is letter of intent, um, basically saying, yes, I want this place for 10 years. <laughs> like, who am I? What am I doing? Um, but I believe in fitness. I believe in health. I believe in making that a really big part of your life. And so I love indoor cycling. I always have. 
And so I signed on, you know, it's months and months of making sure it's the right place, having construction people come in. Long story short, they came back to me and said, this is going to be the amount it's going to cost you. And it was significantly higher than initially proposed. And so I had to think long and hard about it because it's a startup franchise. Anything startup, they don't really know how much it's going to cost. They can kind of guess. Um, but it was just me, my stepfather. So my investor was like, I'm only, you know, this is, if it's yours, I'm going to help invest. I don't, you know, if it's a partnership, I'm out. So in the meantime, I had met my husband, Kyle from, uh, he's from Montana, but he was living in St. Louis at the time. So we actually met, I was still working my full-time job, by the way, like paying my bills. So I was traveling, training people. I was training a gal in North Dakota and I met my husband at the Minneapolis airport he was traveling for work. And Wait, why were you in North Dakota? I know, right? Because I was training people all over the country. So I was selling. Oh, for your job. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cosmetic injectables at the time, which Got was it. so Got fun, it. by the way. Like the newest version of Botox and a little filler. Mm. Uh-huh. Good times. Yeah, I got it for free. I didn't like overindulge, but I definitely, you know. Took advantage. Little Botox never hurt anybody. Right. So um, met him at the airport and... I just signed on to Psychobar and he, we started talking, like I was about to get on a flight and he had just gotten off. So he was plugging his phone or something. I don't know. His story goes that I started the conversation. I'm like, no way. No, no. You started the conversation. And he was like, well, I'd like to continue this conversation. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, sure. You live in St. Louis. I live in Omaha, but I was like, you can have my email. Cause at that point I was single late twenties, In my mind, I was like, I can support a family. So I don't care what my husband does. I just want him to be passionate about whatever he does. Um, But I was, you know, dating around and I'm like, whatever. So I gave my email, started emailing. um, And meanwhile, I'm pursuing CycleBar. And then when I decided in September, so I signed on in February, decided in September, I had to pull out. It was one of the toughest decisions I've had to make. I was so invested emotionally, financially. So I pulled out, um, still dating my husband, well, my now husband. Um, so we kept dating even more seriously. And I found myself in St. Louis almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. And finally, really, my husband walks by and makes, really? Ridiculous. He walks by and makes a rude hand gesture. Um, so we end up getting engaged. And um, <laughs> you can edit that if you want. Um, we end up get, I'm, a, I'm in a podcast. He walks, I'm teaching this earlier. I'm teaching an online workout. And he comes out and tells me the bug guy's here. And I'm like, I, like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do right now? I cannot COVID. do that bug guy. <laughs> COVID, exactly. At home work. He's working next door. He gets the office. I get the dining room table. So anyway, we get engaged, get married. And I got into fitness. So I left my medical sales job because he worked for Edward Jones. And I started, you know, I didn't have a job. <laughs> I was getting ready for my wedding. So I was working out all the time. So I started actually Brooke Meek, who owns Plank, asked me to join their team. So I started, um, I got recertified. And then Cyclebar came here. So I contacted the owners and I was like, you guys, like, I'm not going to give you any money, but I'll help you because I've already been through the training. Like, I've been down to corporate a couple of times. Like, I know the gig. I was ready to open my own. So I started with the Chesterfield Cycle Bar. And, and Sarah, you can stop me at any time because I just am just going on and on. And no, on. I'm interested. I'm interested. Okay. Yeah, good. So I started with the Chesterfield Cycle Bar. Mind you, I was pregnant with my first 
when I auditioned because I, I wanted to be a part of the team. And they're like, why don't you try out to be an instructor? Well, in my mind, I was like, well, no, I'm going to like, I'm an owner, but I believe in cycle bar and what they, their mission and kind of the community around that, what they try to make. So auditioned, made the team taught for like two or three months and had my first child. <laughs> then, oh man, it gets better. Then I got, I had really bad postpartum anxiety. So because I didn't have my mom, my rest of my family's in Nebraska, really all over the country, his family's in Montana. We had, I had left my career, left cycle bar, moved, sold, I mean, all these huge life changes, then had a baby, yeah. didn't have support. So I had terrible um, postpartum anxiety. I struggled with that for about six months. But the two things that kept me going, um, actually there are three things. One thing was um, trying to eat, eating healthy. Getting out and exercises was, exercising was huge, regardless of the level of intensity. Um, I had, I mean, I've had summer babies so far, so I've been lucky, you know, I've been able to get out. And then three, um, therapy. I started seeing a postpartum therapist and um, it was a huge help. So those sort of things are kind of like pillars. <laughs> so I'll, I'll intervene here because this was initially why I was going to have Kira on in the first place was talk about postpartum um, health. Um, but I've already had a few people on about that, but I did want to touch on it while it is up um, to look for the signs. Uh, it's very common. Take care of yourself. Do all the things that Kira just mentioned. And if you still feel crummy, get help, no you know, question. see a yeah. therapist, um, take care of yourself. Um, because on top of all of those things that you had going on, having a baby is just, it's scary. It's emotional. Um, beyond all of the hormones that you're experiencing anyway, just, just all of it. It's just a lot. So um, no shame in the game. It's 2020. Look for help if you need it. Everybody's willing to help and willing to listen. And, you know, so anywho, I just wanted to touch on that while it was up. Continue. Yes, definitely. So it's a big part of my life. It was a big change. You know, sometimes I have a little sign in my room that says sometimes the darkest days create the best change or something like that. And it's so true because from that point moving on, you know, there are a lot of things out of our control, but there are some things in our control and finding and seeking help is something. And I also want to mention too, Sarah, it's not just the women that get postpartum. Some men also um, experience postpartum depression, anxiety, whatever. In fact, one of my best friends, she and her husband called me last week. And I mean, like I was in her wedding, she was in my wedding. She, they are phenomenally successful, amazing people. Um, the reason I mentioned that is Post, just like cancer and illnesses, postpartum doesn't, is not descript, they don't discriminate. They don't right. care where you came from or how much money is your bank, you know? So um, he was experiencing the same, the same symptoms I was. So the biggest thing for me was not, I start, I couldn't sleep. I had so much cortisol in my system that my daughter would sleep. I would lay in bed waiting for her to get up because I was nursing. Oh, I was a mess. So anywho, my girlfriend's husband was going through the same thing, panic attacks, tight chest. So it happens to men too. Um, it's not just women. Yes, so thank you for saying that. Yeah, definitely. I think actually one thing I want to do is I want to create more awareness around mental health, um, especially here in St. Louis, just because that's where we are. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but there just are tons of options. There's great therapists. There's great psychiatrists. It's not scary and it can really change your life for the better. So postpartum for six months, finally get it kind of under control. Two months later, Edward Jones asks us to go to Toronto, Ontario. Oh my God. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, Kyle. Did you go? Oh, we went. But, 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 it was a huge, long discussion because of what we had just gone through. I felt like I was just coming out of the weeds, just finally being able to sleep. I had lost so much weight, Sarah, because I was only able to eat, you know, smoothies and I was trying to, I mean, it was, it was, it was scary. I mean, it's all different, you know. So anywho, for Kyle's career, um, we decided to go for it. And it was the best decision. We loved Toronto. It was, I mean, that city is phenomenal. It's like, it reminds me of Chicago. It's super clean. People are so friendly. It's, it's, I mean, it's insane. So then I got pregnant up there. Oh my gosh, a couple months in. I know, I know. So I would literally have a one-year-old. I get pregnant because my daughters are two years apart, 10 days shy of two years apart. So I get pregnant. So I was pregnant up there. And it's hilarious because Leah, my second, so Cora's my oldest. She just turned three. Leah just turned one. Um, Leah's the sweetest thing. I mean, just the sweetest soul. And everyone's like, wow, she's just so nice. And I'm like, well, she's a Canada baby. Like she grew my be- my belly in Canada with all those can- Canadians who are just yes. so sweet. So we were there for a year and it was a blast. So part of the negotiation was with my husband, I said two things, honey. One, that I can shop because the American dollar is stronger. And two, that we get full-time help. So we actually have the best nanny. Every- By the way, everyone in Toronto, Everyone has a nanny, everybody. So here's my theory. I know. So healthcare is paid for up there. I'm not wanting to start a debate. (laughs) We know that it's free. So my, I think everyone's happy because they don't stay in jobs for the benefits. Right. So that no matter what they do, they can try whatever they're passionate about and they're still going to be able to get healthcare. You may not be able to get in that day or you may have to wait, but I'm like, you know what? We wait here in America. Anyway, so um, I digressed. I totally lost my train of thought, but so oh, we were there for a year. Oh, we got the nanny. We got the nanny. She was phenomenal. Um, we lived with this, this cute little house where you could walk to restaurants and a lake and it, it was just phenomenal. And I got hooked up with studio degree up there. So I taught at three different studios Perfect. and a cycle bar. Oh, it was a blast. I mean, I learned a ton. I got my level two degree certification while I was there. Um, it was awesome. So we were there literally a year. Go ahead. So why did you come back? Because basically Jones, um, it, we knew it was temporary. We just didn't know how temporary. Okay. Um, basically Edward Jones was like, you know, he, Kyle went up there to work on some product stuff and they said, you're welcome, you know, we're, we're ready for you to come back. Well, I did not. I mean, I, bald. I was like, plus I was pregnant. It's probably hormone, you know, pregnancy hormones. But I was, I mean, we really loved it. And we kept our house here because we didn't know uh, when we, we would be back. So Jones helped us out with that. Um, we moved back a year later and I had Leah to so move back end of April. I had Leah beginning of June. Um, but I was hoping to have a Can- Canadian baby because she would have had dual citizenship. Yes. But fine. So we moved back and you know, it's great. I don't think about Toronto a lot unless people talk to me about it. It was a chapter that opened. It was a blast and it closed. I, I met some phenomenal people up there that I know will forever be in our life. But then we came back here and we're like, okay, here we go. St. Louis. 
had the baby and it's, yeah. And Leah's pregnancy and postpartum was a breeze. Zero postpartum anxiety. It was, again, she's like an angel baby. (laughs) So I'm lucky. What are you due with the next? November. Okay. And we found out the second week of COVID, second week of quarantine. So that kind of rolls right into why we are here today. So COVID, hello. Basically, I guess for me personally, when COVID hit, um, I was like, went through like probably five days where I was like depressed. And I usually am not like that. Um, I usually can see the bright side, but I got super down and I was like, this is really scary. And um, what does this all mean for my family? And it was the winter here, or it was still cold. It was March, but you know, whatever. Anyway, so then after that came out of it and I was like, okay, we're going to make a routine. We're going to make a schedule. We're going to work out every day and do really good and feel really good. And we did. Um, And my fitness was on and I made it work. And then, you know, summer came, seasons changed and hello, we're still practically in lockdown. I mean, everybody's handling the situation different. So before Kira and I dive into this, um, whatever you are doing is best for you and your family. If you're going to the gym, if you're going out to restaurants, that's fine. We're not here to make any judgments or do anything political or tell you what to do or anything like that. Um, But for me personally, we're still not going anywhere. Um, We're still working out at home. Um, We have a lot of other reasons why we're doing that. It's really nobody's business. So um, just want to say that before we get started. However, then my fitness kind of dwindled again because I was like, well, I'm getting really bored of my home workouts. It's summertime now. And basically, Kira and I are here to talk about how to move forward with the fitness routine and stay healthy and active now that this is our new normal. So um, anyways, that kind of rolled right into it, but I can let you finish on your, um, your pregnancy during COVID if you want. Oh, no. I mean, just- What even does that look like? So can you, I thought you couldn't even go into Cycle Bar, but can you now? Now, so my OB uh, said, if I'm going to be going in, I need to be masked up. So I'm not teaching. So I'm the lead instructor and the marketing and sales director. I've just been doing it all from home. And then we actually did do an outdoor ride. I've been pushing outdoor rides from the get-go. But, you know, business owners, I mean, like you said, everyone's handling this differently. And business owners are just trying to pay the bills. I mean, they're being, some things are being forgiven and the government, you know, there's some grants they can get, but at the end of the day, business is already hard enough and then COVID hits. So anyway, our owner, Paul, who's awesome, um, wanted to roll out the indoor rides first, which is totally cool. I just am committed to my family. Like you said, there's reasons why we're staying home. Yes. Um, So I've just been helping from home and then we are going to start to do some more outdoor rides. So we have the bikes eight feet apart. Um, you know, there's lots of hoops we have to jump through, but. And right now we're in St. Louis. It's, it's, this is like dangerously hot now. So, you know, you're taking, there's, that's also why our fitness routines are evolving. I was doing a ton of outdoor workouts and I was loving it. Cause it was like 75 and sunny and it was good for yeah. my mental health. And, you know, now it's like, you know, real feel of like almost 105 some days. And it's just, it's a little bit dangerous to be out there working out all the time now. Um, I still try to, but um, I love sweating in outdoor workouts anyway. So I still lean towards that even when it is a hundred, but <laughs> anyways. Um, okay. So what are, what, 
what are you doing right now with your fitness and your clients and all of your, you're so connected in the fitness industry anyway. So tell us about how you see this going. Yeah. So I, like you, Sarah, am, I feel like in life I've, you know, had trauma and stuff happen in the past. And so I've really trained myself, like trained my brain to look at the positive and try to be positive. I think you can recreate those brain waves in your brain, you know, in your brain, literally from negative to positive. And so I was like, okay, this is an opportunity because we have to look at it that way. Otherwise you are going to be depressed. And believe me, I've had weeks where I've been down. Um, I think a lot of people have gone through that. It's like exciting for the first couple of weeks. I was doing online workouts in my house. And then I was like, ah, 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 you know, and I was teaching in, you know, my indoor bike um, and then kind of got over it. So I kind of rethought some things before COVID hit. I was going to be doing, I was planning to do an outdoor workout series. Um, and then COVID hit, so I canceled it. Well, then after about a month, I'm like, you know what? We could do this. Let's just keep our distance. Cause at first none of us knew how long this was going to last, how serious this was. I mean, we still don't, I mean, we still, we don't, know what's going on. still don't know what's going on, but we now know, you know, they recommend we're masked if you go anywhere. Um, it is spreading. There's no doubt about that. So anyway, I went ahead and decided to roll out my boot camp. So I'm doing on Tuesday, Thursday, a boot camp at well, actually, I'm not going to say the location. If you want to come, you can DM me. Um, but I'm doing an, a, boot, a live boot camp. Everyone gets their own parking spot. Uh, it's 30 to 45 minutes. We're doing it at 9 a.m. But like you said, it's starting to get hot. I'm, we may have to adjust. Plus, this week in St. Louis is supposed to storm all week. So I don't even know. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's a 5 to $10 donation because... I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I want this to be open. Not everybody can afford to go to a boutique studio or CrossFit or personal training. And I want mom. So moms can bring their children. You can bring your dog. I really just want this to be open and fun. Keep your distance. I mean, some, some people even come just to meet people. Like they're like, I don't even like working out. <laughs> yeah. And so we've raised almost $500 for the St. Louis crisis oh. nursery. Yeah. So, because do you know about the St. Louis crisis nursery? Yes. Okay. So um, families can drop their kids off. For those of you that don't know, we have five different locations in St. Louis. Families can drop kids off for, um, I'm not sure what the max amount of time is, but um, enough time for them to do what they need to do to pay their bills or get clean if they've dropped off the wagon again. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, um, they'll take care of your children. And so I learned about this a long time ago. So I decided that people could donate items or money. And so we have been doing that, which people love feeling good and helping others as well. And a little time out there, I wanted to mention too, I think that when you do do serve others, especially in situations like this, you look at our storms, right? Like we're all, pardon me, all in a storm, but everyone's storms look different. Like we were able to still pay our bills. My husband's still working. Not everybody's in that situation. And so I'm trying to be very sensitive that, you know, I can look at the silver lining and I can, this is an opportunity for me to look at my, my career differently, but not to overlook people that are struggling. Cause I know that there are some that are. Yeah. And I think that that's a huge thing right now that people need to realize um, for so many reasons right now, 
for the first time, at least that, that I can remember, is a time to really step outside of what's happening in your home and understand that you have no concept of what's happening in your neighbor's home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just, just such a hard time overall. I mean, it really is, but it's just uh, very frustrating that I don't think that people, uh, I, I know a lot of people are, but I still see so many people that aren't considering exactly like you said, if you have a business you need to run, you need to open it because you have bills to pay. I mean, and I could, I could literally go on and on about all the different scenarios. Cause I think about this all the time. I mean, like I feel this in my bones all day long, what everybody's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you're doing what you're doing for so many reasons. You get to do it outside. So people are staying safe. You're allowing children to come so they can get out of the house and moms can get out of the house. This is a scary time for moms that are home with their children. Hello. Um, <laughs> I can hear yours in the background. I know. Like I imagine just having a baby, like those moms that just had a baby. Oh, so many scenarios are just like, it's so scary. Um, but you know, so within your neighborhood, wherever you are, whoever you're listening from, you know, uh, I know a ton of people market these things on Instagram and Facebook. You can find Facebook events for like local fitness, outdoor groups. You just type in whatever zip code you're in. So, uh, look for these things cause they're out there. Fitness people right now are like, their light is shining because we want people to feel good. We want you to move. We want you to get outside. We know how beneficial it can be during scary times to take care of your body first and foremost. Um, so look, look for it because it's definitely in your area. I can guarantee it. And if you're in St. Louis, uh, check out Kira's stuff. Um, cause I've seen you doing it. It's awesome. Um, I even have a good friend, Katie, Katie Hain that I see she's gone to a few. Um, so shout out to Katie. Um, but anyways, so what other tips do you have for COVID and fitness. Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I do want to mention too, so Mondays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, I do a 30-minute free workout on the Face Soft Towel um, Instagram page. I'll tag that in the description of this podcast, okay? So it's live and then I save it to IGTV. So if you're not available during that time, you can do it later. I I do workouts without any sort of um, equipment because a lot of people don't have equipment. So um, there's lots of things you can do without equipment. So yeah, my, my suggestion is exactly what you said. Go on, find people in your area that are either doing outdoor free or low cost workouts online. There's a ton. Um, find someone you like and you vibe with. I mean, we in St. Louis, we're lucky. We have a crazy, amazing fitness community. Yes. Everyone's so nice. So fr- I mean, it's, I, I'm like, the more I get into this community, I'm like, these people are educated, super friendly, family. I mean, it's like, it's, it's so amazing. connected too. like, if you know someone, you definitely know someone that they know in the fitness, like everybody knows somebody. So yeah. and there's not, really not a lot of bad vibes, honestly. You yeah. know? Totally. Yeah. And, and for those that are thinking, okay, I want to do this, start small, you know, maybe it's 10 or 20 minutes. Maybe it's a walk outside in the morning or evening before it gets hot. I mean, everybody, I always try to recognize everyone's at a different fitness level. Don't compare yourself. Just do you and whatever step forward you can take, do it. And so if you're doing something small or however you are doing it, um, maybe your spouse is home right now or maybe they're home more than usual right now. um, Ask them that you need a break. Moms especially say, hey, I need a break. Can I go outside for a 20 minute walk? Or, Hey, 
I need to go outside and work out for an hour or I need the basement for one hour and I need you to keep the kids away from me for one hour. You have to ask for it because we don't have daycare at the gym right now to take our kids to. So you have to speak up and ask for it and ask your spouse as well if they need the same. My husband and I, every single day, we take turns working out. The other one plays with our daughter. She needs our one-on-one time too. There's a lot of benefits in this if you can be willing to work together as a family. Um, and if you don't have somebody at home to help you, maybe ask your neighbor or something, do whatever you can do to catch a break. I mean, now is the time to step outside of your pride and ask for help right now. Cause everybody's feeling it. This is a global feel. So pandemic, I mean, it's, this is going to be in the history books. Our kids are going to read about it. Our grandkids are going to read about it. I mean, it's, and I a hundred percent agree with you, Sarah, ask and use the word need. You do need it. Yes. I mean, you need water, you need food, you need movement and a little sunlight. And to be honest with you, we, so I have a, this retired school teacher I found who um, her husband's retired. So they're just at home. I don't even know how I found her. I'm so blessed, but she comes for a few hours every morning so that I can get a workout in. Um, we're blessed in that way. But before the first few months of COVID, we didn't have anybody. And I'm going to be honest with you. I just put the iPad in front of my kid. I did. And I had survived? Totally. She survived. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I know. Yeah. I know. So do what you have to do. She still gets to watch it. Don't, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not the super strict, but I'm just saying, yes, do what you got to do. And um, you mentioned about doing a lot of body weight workouts and not needing a lot of equipment. And I did want to touch on that and say, you know, um, as this is our new normal, there's a lot of equipment that's low cost that's very versatile so um some things that i wanted to touch on i have a trx i love it um highly functional can use it for a ton of different things um and also i use bands so like i use the little tiny resistance bands the mini bands you can get them for like 10 bucks um i like booty bands and i like actual resistance bands cheap don't take up much room in your house. You could get full on hard workouts with those. Um, so you know, I think a lot of people like freaked out and they were like, I need to get, you know, a full set of dumbbells. Okay. Well, that's super expensive and takes up a lot of space. If you right. can, awesome, but you don't need it. So no, actually. So five below my girlfriend, Anna, who, um, she actually does a boot camp on Fridays, the same location, Anna Prosser, you know, Anna, I don't. Okay, she, you have to look her up. She's a cancer survivor. So she actually, um, anybody can go, but she kind of helps raise money for, she's all about cancer survivors and thriving through it. But um, she was telling me about Five Below, which I thought was like a liquor store. Nope, <laughs> it's not. Um, it's kind of like a dollar store, only $5 or below. And she was saying that they have, like, I was thinking like colds, I, I don't know. Um, she was saying they actually have like bands and weights and awesome. Things- on the cheap. And then also I'd recommend marketplace on Facebook. Yes. Um, if you're on Facebook used equipment, if you want equipment, I mean, like Sarah said, you don't need it. Um, but if you want to get some light weights or something and bands are phenomenal. And that's the other thing about COVID is that people are cleaning out their houses more than ever. Totally. So people are getting rid of stuff. So yeah. there are like some treadmills and ellipticals and stuff yeah. that are low cost on Facebook right. marketplace. So yes, totally. you are totally right. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Oh yeah. I think one of the biggest pros of this whole situation and not going to the gym 
is that I literally, when I wake up in the morning, I put on my workout clothes, which I live in anyways, but I wear my sports bra. That's what I put on, on the morning in the morning. And then when I have like an hour break, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go run right now and get my workout in. Um, I also will do it in my like pajamas. I don't even need a sports bra. I have very small boobies. Um, but like, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's no pressure of the whole pack your gym bag, you right. know, make sure you have this, this, and this, and then you got to shower there and go to work. Like, you can go do your workout in your pajamas and nobody knows and that's fine. Totally. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I get up and put workout clothes on and then I'm like, but I mean, now I've scheduled every day. I have something I actually, um, so, but even before I would just live in Lululemon. Well, let me say I put on my actual workout clothes, then I work out and then I shower and I put on my nicer workout clothes. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, you live in that stuff. What other tips do you have before we wrap this up? Um, you know, maybe try something different. You know, if you, if you can, like I said, if you just typically walk or run, try to do a bodyweight workout with somebody. Um, now's the time to explore. It's an opportunity. You know, I think there's a lot of people that used to go to gyms and now they can't. Even myself, I was like, how am I going to do this? And I, I enjoy working out at home. I enjoy connecting with people that I haven't connected with before. I mean, I was doing, Katie Schreiber was doing an online workout. She's hilarious, by the way, if you don't know her. She's based out of St. Louis. Um, and we've connected and befriended each other through Instagram. And like, I mean, you know, so I, just try something different. Don't be afraid. Um, and even if today's the day that you start, today's a great day to start. Just go do something. Right. Um, and, uh, the last thing I wanted to say for people that are already doing all of this and working out, and it's been a big part, um, for like both of us, um, just because you're working out at home does not mean you need to work out every single day. So I think sometimes I struggle with that, that it is okay to still schedule in your rest days just because all of your stuff is at home. It's the same way with working from home. You have to tell yourself on Saturdays or whatever your day is, I am not opening my laptop. I'm not putting on my workout clothes. I'm going to put on actual clothes. Um, and it's okay. I can be at home and not be doing 10,000 things today. Like, I think that has been a very hard shift with being home all the time. Like, just yeah. don't feel guilty. Relax when you need to relax when you want to, like... And listen to your body. Listen to your body. Like, this is it. We're here for a while. So, right. you know. It's, it's the new normal. I mean, let's it call it what it is. It's not. Yeah. It's going to be a while. It so, is going to be a while. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of just, like, how I feel about COVID overall. It's just, like, yeah. Just got to do what we got to do. Um, Kira, awesome. Yeah. I love you, and I love your stories, and I love to hear about your life. That's all crazy. I knew none of that. I, I mean, God bless social media because I met you for like one hour that day, right. which by the way, that was one of the hardest workouts I have like ever, had, ever. <laughs> went to title boxing. We did like a photo shoot. So I like put on makeup oh, and I then had lashes on. They <laughs> were like, yeah, lashes on. And, uh, Tyler, the photographer, like yeah. got a picture of me fixing my lashes. I was like, stop. Yeah, no, please erase that. Yeah. Oh, uh, my, like coming off. I was, yeah. doing, I mean, it was insane. Shout out to Title Boxing. So if you're comfortable going to a gym, they are open too. Um, and yeah, that was awesome. But anyways, um, Kira, what is your Instagram handle? It's at 
Kira R. Anderson. And Anderson is S-E-N at the end, not yes. S-O-N. So, so um, Kira and I are going to do a giveaway because we feel it, you guys. We're feeling all of it. We're feeling it all with you. We want to spread some love. Um, so Kira, tell us what we're giving away. We are giving a $100 Lululemon gift card. Yay. One lucky winner. So in order to enter that, you'll go to my Instagram at BigGirlTalkRadio. Uh, you'll follow Kira. I'll tag her. You'll follow me. And you'll tag a homie. And it's just the usual. Um, and we'll pick a winner um, at the end of the week, like usual. Um, yeah. So make sure you follow her. Uh, join her live workouts on Instagram. If you're local to town, pop into one of her outdoor workouts. Bring your kiddo, whatever. Um, yeah, Kira, thank you so much. And I look forward to having you on again. Awesome. So good to see you. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, just do the best you can out there. And I promise we'll talk again soon.